0: Welcome to the Cap City Offenders Podcast. This is episode 150. Uh, once again, you got Chris and Brian, and today we're going to do part two of the hero gear, or wearing all your kit, um, kind of some ideas around how to train around that, or train to get ready for that, so that the first time you go to take a class or do an activity, um, in all of your hero gear, um, your knees survive, your ankles survive,
1: your lower back doesn't break in half, uh, etc., Strategies for surviving tactical ninja <coughs> band camp, or whatever tactical it is.
0: fantasy band tactical band
1: fantasy band ninja band camp. Band I like yeah. that. So ninja in their band camp. Cool. Um, yeah, guys. Th- you know, again, we went through some of the weight and stuff like that. Um, we're looking at if you are 250 pounds, and it's 50 pounds of your, you know, 50 pounds of gear ish. You're chasing 80 percent or 20 percent of your body weight. Um, and and not that 20 percent of your body weight honestly should be a big deal for you to go move around with unless you've never done it.
0: Or you're you are you are already carrying twenty percent of your body weight that isn't helping you along.
1: And yeah, and and I would say you know again if you're if if that's where you are, obviously if you could if you weigh two hundred and fifty, and you want to shed fifty pounds and then put fifty more pounds on. Um, you'll find the world a much happier place until you put that 50 pounds of gear back on, and it'll suck again. But at least you remember what it felt like. <laughs> uh, yeah. Ask me how I know. So, uh, but yeah, we start looking at some of this stuff. So, you know, the 50 pounds of gear, what, what, are, what are some things you can do? Um, to get out there and get ahead of the game. And and quite honestly, I think one of those things is something that I've got a group of guys that I work out with on a regular basis, and it it doesn't have to be something like hitting the gym. You don't have to go join the gym. Um, You can go buy a good backpack, uh, a small to medium-sized, legit backpacking backpack, something made for like, um, I'm going to say a 40-liter pack, something in that range, 40 to 50-liter pack, an overnight pack, something that you could load it down, um, with some weights, with some sandbags, with something like that and start out by throwing you know, 10, 15 pounds in it um, and start with that and, and, and go ruck, go move around, go do, try and walk um, you know, 16-minute miles, 17-minute miles, which should be, six, 16 to 18-minute miles should be more than doable, even if you're throwing a load on for the first time, even if you're throwing 10 to 15 pounds in the pack. Um, go do something like that for three days a week for a few weeks and then bump that up to 25 pounds for a few days a week, for a few weeks, and then bump it up to 35 pounds for a few days a week, for a few weeks, just going for a walk. And it doesn't have to be something either where you're going out and doing like eight, 10, 12 miles. You don't have to go do a go-ruck event. You can yeah. literally just simply go do you know, two to three miles will get your body used to carrying that weight. Um, most All this weight you're carrying on your shoulders, essentially, in this case. There's a little bit going on your belt, but the vast majority of the weight's yeah. going in your plate carrier and on your shoulders, um, so with that backpacking setup, you can use the hip belt again, the first few, maybe for the first week and then drop the hip belt and go to the shoulders. So you're getting used to carrying that weight on your shoulders, but attenuate your body to it. Um, the other thing you can do in between as an interim, if you want to get into rucking specifically is for the week before you go up and weight, just a couple different times throw next week's or next month's weight in the pack and just walk around your house, your yard, your driveway, or walk around the block. Don't go do multiple miles. Just go do enough that your body says, okay, I know what this is. So the next time you put it on, your body doesn't go, what the hell is this? Um, and yeah. if you guys, any of you out there are uh, guys that like like to squat heavy um, and like to do overhead stuff relatively heavy, um, there's there's kind of a mentality of this, like a kinesthetic awareness of it, where like say you want to squat 315 you go load 400 on the bar and just pick it up and stand there so your body knows. Then when you load 315 on the bar, your body's like, hey, this is less weight. I can do this. Um, it's, it's a little bit of a neural mind trick that only works on people that aren't very smart like me. Uh, but it does work on some of us. So if it works for you, great. If not, but rucking is a phenomenal way to go. It's a great way to gain some health, great way to build some core midline stability, great way to strengthen ankles, knees, hips, etc., cetera, um, and get used to carrying a little bit of load. But for, for I can't stress this enough: ease into it. Don't don't go throw forty five pounds in a pack and just go, because essentially you're doing the exact same thing. And if you step on a freaking walnut or a crack in the sidewalk, you might find yourself landing in the middle of the trail with a broken ankle. Um, yeah, and a
0: smashed face. In a
1: smashed face, which that part's kind of funny. Uh, the broken ankle sucks though. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that the rucking is a great way to do that. There are rucking clubs all over Central Ohio. There are go-ruck events. Um, You can do the easy go-ruck event without a whole lot of training. I don't know what they call that. I think it's a light or something like that. Um, But look for a rucking club. Look for a hiking club. You can join a hiking club if you're a single dude. There's always hot chicks in hiking clubs. Uh, If you're a single chick, there's probably dorky dudes in hiking clubs. I don't know. Um, I don't know how that works exactly. Um, Just thinking about it from my perspective. Uh, But, you know, go join a hiking club, but then put some weight in your stuff and carry it around and ruck while you're on a hike. So, yeah, that's one way. Next
0: um yeah the big thing is just getting out and doing it mm-hmm. um you know having yeah the the thing with between like a plate carrier and a ruck um the plate carrier is gonna put some more weight on the front of you yep yep Yep. whereas the ruck has everything on the back so you do want to spend some time you know maybe just wandering around the house wearing your armor sure mow the um, yard mow the yard yep mow the yard uh, with it on yeah i actually picked up The weight, the laser cut weight plates from Rogue and kind of build up a weight vest, yep, uh, which has been played around with that a little bit over the past week. Um, That's been interesting, yeah. I actually did some bouldering at the climbing gym with it, yeah. And from a leg perspective, not a big deal, Uh, from an arm perspective um the next
1: day was not fun is that a range of movement like working around it or no, just, having, just, the to, just having the extra just weight just having the extra weight okay
0: um, having an extra 20 pounds okay for ni- i guess 19 i think we figured out it was like about 19 pounds the plates are 8.7 pounds a piece and the carrier is probably a pound so it's somewhere between like 18 and 19 pounds yeah um yeah having that extra weight doing overhanging work um where you got to you know you're really using your your arms and your shoulders um yeah, it was interesting. Okay. Um, I had some of the some of the OSU guys that I trained with. Um, they put it on, you know, did a couple of things. They're like, oh, this isn't bad. Uh, they're like 19 or 20, <laughs> and they were only yeah. doing it for about three minutes. Um, I had this thing on for about an hour. Yeah. Definitely yep. an attention getter. Um, so, yeah, trying to condition, you know, the whole body to working with you know, that added weight, I think it's kind of important.
1: Yeah, and you could do the same thing from a perspective of you could ruck with that plate dealio yeah. on. You, you know, especially this time of year, you're not going to scare the natives. Um, I, I can tell you that if you go down, you know, to any, if you go to any of the metro parks and stuff like that with a plate carrier on or with something like that and go for nobody, nobody gives a crap. Um, people are so used to seeing, especially people that are active and get out and do things, are used to seeing people with what looks like a plate carrier to you and I but it's just simply a weight training vest. Yep. If you're looking for something less overt, um, you can go on Rogue's website or go on Amazon. There are plenty of workout vests that look like a regular vest, not like a plate carrier, but look like an actual vest that have little slugs of weight in them all over them. It looks like, like old school armor or something like that from like the 1400s or something. Yeah. a little, little Those
0: things are actually way more comfortable.
1: Yeah, they are. They're a lot more comfortable to move in. Um, the, weight's, the weight's a lot tighter against your body. You're less likely to get chafing. Um, you're not going to get, especially on the shoulders and stuff, like that and around your armpits and around your, uh, your shoulders and stuff like that where you're trying to move your arms, you're a lot less likely to get wear and tear on the body. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it moves with you well. So if you decide to do calisthenics and stuff like that too, um, you're also a lot less likely to get bopped in the Adam's apple or the chin by your plate carrier because that, that vest tends to hug you a little better. Yeah. Um, you know, The only problem with that is most of those, I think, you if you can get 20 pounds in it, is about the most you're going to get in some of them. There might be some heavier ones for big dudes. But it requires more surface area to put more weight on at that point. So it's got to be like a double XL ginormous petite to get over 20 pounds on it. Um, But again, throwing something like that on, going to your local metro park, you know, and going for a walk with with your plate carrier on and stuff like that. Um, Again, without guns and frags and and maybe even mags, I don't care, whatever. I think most people walking around with their head up their butt and wouldn't know if they saw it anyway. Um, if you're wearing a shell over it or a light jacket over it, then nobody's going to see it. They're just going to think you look like me and you're pudgy. So that's pretty easy, too. Um, but, but moving your feet, getting out and doing it. Um, if you've never done anything like this at all, um, you know, and, and basically you're a person of leisure... Um, you know, starting off, if you want to throw weight on your body and go go walk on a trail or go walk on an uneven sidewalk or go put miles in, there are some things you can do ahead of that game um, that, that you might want to consider as well. And, and even if you have done stuff like that, but you haven't done it in a while and you want to load up with this stuff, um, some basic exercises that I would tell you to take a look at to strengthen up ankles and knees, uh, calf raises. Uh, find a curb. I don't care if you got to the curb in front of your house and grab one of those stupid trees they plant between the sidewalk and the street Um, and do calf raises, you know, do toes in, toes out, toes straight, Um, you know, some, some, and start off easy, you know, again, three sets of 10 in every direction, Um, you know, and just work your way through that, but strengthen up the, the calf raises are going to work on your ankles. They're going to work on uh, the knees and stuff like that too. Um, Lunges.
0: Lunges especially. Yeah.
1: Lunges are outstanding. Uh, Unloaded lunges. If you haven't done lunges, Um, do, do some lunges, um, you know, and, and again, keep it easy, you know, do, do, uh, you know, do alternating like walking lunges where you do like 20 lunges, then maybe do three sets of 20 with a little break in between to catch your breath or whatever. Um, lunges are also a great cardio exercise. Um, if you get comfortable with lunges and they seem like they're easy for you, do jumping lunges, come out of the lunge and jump at the top a little bit, you know, and it's just feet off the ground. It's not, you know, trying to like slam a basketball or anything like that. Um, but, you know, get that movement in because that, that twitch, that fire on the calves and on, on your quads and your glutes and stuff like that is what's really going to tuck all those muscles around your knees in tight and make them pay attention. Um, some other things I'd recommend if you have access to, like doing leg extensions and leg curls, um, both are going to be a good thing. But, again, start off easy if you haven't done it in a while. Um, and then anything you can do banded. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever, you can, you can Google some of this stuff for like, Um, knee surgery recovery, ankle surgery recovery, where you take a a lightweight rubber band and you put it on something or you ankle to ankle and you stand on one foot, but then move your other foot in different directions. Um, It doesn't seem like much, but if you do it for just a little bit of time, it kind of smokes those muscles around your knees and your ankles and gives you a lot of buildup and support. So those are some little training things you can do to kind of get started with this if you know you have something coming up. Um, it, it, it's always fun to watch us as a group of guys, when we go train, um, when everybody grabs out their hero gear and, and hasn't had it on in a couple months and decides, Hey, we're going to go do, um, you know, four man or two man tactical bounding movement, you know, cover and fire kind of stuff, um, over the course of like a hundred or 200 meters and stuff like that. And you're up and you're down every seven to 10 yards. Um, it is, a f it's, it, it is absolutely brutal. Yeah. It's absolutely brutal, and I, I honestly I think we're kind of lucky we haven't had anyone have a heart attack or stroke out or twist an ankle
0: or yeah or blow out
1: a knee yeah or something uh, like that. It's legit.
0: Yeah, the first 50 yards everybody gets up and down pretty good, and then after that, <sighs> oh, yeah, it looks pretty ugly.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, everybody feel you feel like you feel cool for the first 50 yards, and after that, you just hate life. Um, and, and and again, guys, if you go to the you know any of the Columbus Metro Parks, especially especially before daylight over the winter um, or early in the morning over the summer, you will find people out carrying rucks around. You will find people out wearing plate carriers. You will find people out that are checking their, their wristwatch, their, their, their training timer on their wrist. Um, And it's telling them, you know, every quarter mile or every two minutes they're stopping and doing pushups or stopping and doing burpees or this, that, and the other. If you do some of those kind of movements, you know, go, go for that walk. If you've got a, um, any kind of like a GPS, like a little Garmin wrist dealio or a Suunto or something like that, that can tell you, or a step meter, um, some of the Fitbits and stuff like that can tell you pretty accurately once they learn your pace count. Um, They can tell you, you know, every quarter mile, stop and do 10 lunges, you know, five per side, stop and do 10 pushups, you know, something like that. Um, Do those different things, whether that's with the ruck or with your plate carrier, whether it's around the house close by or whether it's going out somewhere to do it. Um, I, you know, as, as a family, we like to go out and go down to Hocking Hills or go out to, um, i trying to think of a place out in Spring, uh, blah, 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 Yellow Springs, Ohio, John, John Bryan and, and Glen Helen Nature Preserve, etc. cetera, um, some places like that. Get out where the scenery is a little bit nicer, even if it's just running, though, to your local metro park, just to break the scenery of walking around your house. Although, doing it in your neighborhood, um, maybe you'd actually meet your neighbors and make some new friends. and. If you're wearing a plate carrier, um, they either won't talk to you, which is pretty cool because they probably voted for Obama twice, um, or they'll think, "Hey, that's kind of cool. I, get, I need to get to know this guy because maybe there's a tribe there that I'm not aware of. Um, co-mingling of tribes, uh, you know, might be a good thing." So, yeah. and and the dude who knows knows, so that's kind of a good thing. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm trying to think of other ways to get out there and do this, but the, the getting into legit strength training as well. Um, you know, if you if you're a member of a gym and and it's uh
0: it's not a Globo gym.
1: Yeah, it's not a glo- well, and and even some of the Globo gyms if you ju- if you if you cannot if you can go in and pick stuff up without screaming at the top of your lungs like freaking Ragnar going into battle against the Rus, you know, or something like that. Um, you know, if you can just pick stuff up relatively quietly without having to draw attention to yourself, Um, then, you know, you can even in a globo gym, but you know, go pick stuff up, go move around, go do squats, go do deadlifts, um, go do weighted lunges and all those things under the supervision of a trainer. If you don't know what you're doing, go pay somebody. You're really not paying them that much to have them teach you how to not hurt yourself so that you don't hurt yourself so that later you don't hurt yourself so that when you put your gear on, you don't hurt yourself. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a great investment. Um, uh, it, I'm gonna throw out if, if anything to add to the training aspect or any other suggestions right yeah a
0: couple other things um, farmers carries or suitcase carries yes uh, work really well for yes. strengthening uh, both your core your arms and your grip along with your knees your ankles your hips all that kind of stuff
1: so guys a so farmers carry in case you're curious uh, farmers carry is a bilateral you're gonna pick up something heavy with both hands um, and you're going to walk with it. Is all it is. Yeah, usually
0: um, two two heavy things. That's what I'm one saying. Two two heavy
1: things, one on each side. You're going to pick up something in each hand and walk. Um, and and you know and it, that can be a whole number of different things. If you don't have kettlebells, um, you know, literally taking a backpack, a couple backpacks, and throwing stuff in them and grabbing them by the strap and walking with them. Um, go to a uh, Home Depot and get a couple of Homer buckets and throw some gravel in each one and walk with Homer buckets. Uh, buckets suck because they bash in the shins, they bash and the in, the, in the legs, really in the handle. They suck. Well, we- wear gloves, you know. Yeah. Um, maybe you'll get a callus. Then you can show all your friends your callus. How cool would that be, right? Um, but anyway, you know, do, do, you do something like that. doesn't have to be crazy. If you have really good grip strength, it might be something where you pick up a piece of pipe or a log or something like that and walk with yeah. one in each hand. Uh, suitcase carry is generally on one side rather than on the other side. And then there are variations where you can do like a waiter's carry. You can have something up high on one side, something down low on the other. Um, and, and then anything you can do where you start changing up the weight, where one side is dramatically less than the other, uh, will also, again, force you to engage more midline, more core muscles. Um, I hate that word, but it'll, it'll help with midline stability to help get that core stronger, help get those abs and those back muscles stronger too. Um, and having something racked you know, where you're holding it up at shoulder height. You don't have to hold it up above your head unless you want to. But even at shoulder height or above your head, offset with something hanging off the other arm, really engages a lot of those muscles across your abs yeah. and your, your your thorax, your the midsection that's probably softer than you want it to be, that area. Yeah.
0: Um, the other thing of caution for anybody who hasn't done push-ups since you were in high school, yep. uh, push-ups work between 60 and 80% of your body weight, Yep. Um, depending on where you are in the push-up. Uh, so if you can't bench press that amount of weight or think you can't bench press that amount of weight, uh, strongly suggest doing things like floor presses versus push-ups. Yep. Uh, so a floor press, you're actually on your back. You're going to you know, push a dumbbell or a kettle or not a yeah, dumbbell you can do dumbbells, kettlebells, dumbbells, so you can even kettlebell. do a
1: bar. Just don't kill yourself by uh, dropping it you on know, you.
0: Overhead. Yeah. Um, the floor gives your shoulder a lot of extra support and stability. Uh, but it keeps you from blowing out your shoulder the first time you try to do a push up. Yep. Uh, if you're adding weight to yourself and then you go try to do burpees or push ups, yep. uh, you're just compounding you know, that risk. So be aware of that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who you were in high school is probably not who you are today.
1: Absolutely. And some of the cheats too, let's say you can do a push up or three or maybe five um, and you put on that plate carrier, um, do, do push ups off your knees. You know, take, take some of that weight out of the system, change that hinge point a little bit. Uh, you know, and do some different things like that, but but you're still with the pushup. You are you are creating a plank through your core and your glutes, your quads and your hamstrings all the way up to your shoulders. Um, you know that's the big thing is to maintain that yeah. plank so you don't jack your back up or anything like that by doing I don't know the flexible, bendy, bouncy crap you see idiots do everywhere. So yeah. um, you know you're trying to you're trying to maintain all the all that muscling as much muscle engagement as you can or need to to do it properly. Um, but yeah, and, and again, I, you know, I can't stress this enough. This sounds like the legalese bullshit where it's like, oh, well, contract contact your doctor before blah, 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 blah. Well, if you haven't worked out in 10 years and you haven't been to the doctor in 10 years, go talk to your doctor before you start doing any of this crap. Um, it, we, we, joke all the time that, you know, we see guys who come in and buy gear and, and I'm, I don't, I don't know who I'm picking on. You, you'll probably take this personally, whoever you are. Um, just know that you're in big company. I mean, good company. There's a lot of you out there. Uh-huh. See what I did there? There are a high number of you out there um, who who literally we joke that, yeah, I got all my stuff in my car. When shit pops off at the mall, I'm going to run out to my car and grab my truck gun and blah, blah, blah. And, and that dude is almost always the guy who would stroke out halfway between the mall and his car in the parking lot or at least need to take a knee and catch a breath before he ran the rest of the way to his car to get kitted up, to go back in. You get where I'm going. yeah. Um, so, it, you know, at that point, if, if you're that guy, um, you know, f- find it, find a gym, man. And, and again, maybe even the Globo gym, you know, paying a trainer to get you in shape. Um, but just like consulting your doc, if you haven't done anything active in a decade and all of a sudden you feel the need to do this, go talk to your doc, make sure you're in good shape, uh, make sure your heart's not getting ready to explode or something like that. Um, and then go find a good gym and a good trainer. Um, you know, one of the, I, I work out at Flow Fitness. They're great dudes. Um, something to check out. Um, it's 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 an old guy gym. We beat on each other. We have fun. Uh, we do different things every day. But get out and do something. But have a trainer there who can who can do two things. A, if it's something new, they can show you how to do it properly. And then B, uh, if you're doing something stupid, whether it's too much stupid, not enough stupid, or just not good technique stupid or not good form stupid, will grab you and go, hey, stupid, stop doing that for you, hurt yourself, here's the right way. Um, finding that guy at a gym is is not that hard. There are a lot of really good, really well-trained people, as long as you go someplace reputable and look at somebody's hacks. What's their history? What do they do? Uh, I'm yeah. lucky that my dude has a freaking, I don't know, multi-decade history of training people. Um, And he probably is probably is really sad that I'm mentioning his gym on here because I'm like the slacker in the gym. Uh, There's a bunch of studs that work there, work out there. But anyway, um, you know, go find that place. You'll also find with that another tribe usually.
0: Yeah, um, Endeavor CrossFit's another good place. Yes. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Go see Aaron. Go see Aaron. Um, There's there's some really Aaron and AJ. There's some good folks there. The other thing you can get out of Endeavor that you won't get out of the Globo Gym is an opportunity to do some self defense training. Um, the guys at Endeavor have a, a, a pretty wide swath, um, and it's pretty impressive actually because they stay in their lane, but there's a lot of different things that they can teach, whether it's JITS um, on the ground or whether it's uh, some crop stuff that they do or a combination of that that's built into general, like just a general self-defense course. Uh, they do active shooter response type classes and stuff like that. Um, there's a bunch of different things they teach there. And they, again, they have a, 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 decade or more long history of teaching and doing this stuff. Um, you know, these guys are squared away dudes. So definitely check that out. Do we have a, was there a link like that in a newsletter or something? Yeah, there
0: is. Uh, check out this week's newsletter and there should be, uh, a thing in there for them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, so there, guys,
0: sorry about not getting that in there.
1: <laughs> sorry, Aaron. <laughs> we love you. Um, even though you got a mohawk, still just making fun of you. Um, cool. But anyway, there's some cool stuff going on there, too. And there's probably some other local places. Um, you know, one of our good customers, uh, he, he's one of their kind of, like, onboarding guys and does some, like, kids training, like a Triumph Jiu-Jitsu up north. Um, there's a Jiu-Jitsu place down in Grove City um, that a bunch of studs work out out here locally. They actually do some competitive stuff, and we just had some local LEOs. Um, go to like to Vegas and, and kick ass nationally, maybe even globally. I don't know. Yeah. It was a big deal. Um, went and and placed, um, on a national level, at least maybe a global level, uh, pretty cool stuff. So, I mean, I, I, I apologize for not knowing the name of the place, but you know, there's, there are some places to go and get both self and, and if you go and do jujitsu for a couple hours a, a day, I mean, a, 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 an couple hour, a week. couple hours a week, you will get in shape whether you like it or not. Um, you know, so it, it, but you want to do it again under the watchful eyes of a trainer, uh, sensei sifu, whoever who knows what they're doing and can keep you from hurting yourself or someone else or getting hurt so uh, but a lot of this guys comes just a back around of movement it's just getting out and getting out and moving around um, the other thing i 'll throw out there uh, personal life struggle here um, is if if you are obese, like technically obese or morbidly obese. Um, you're probably not going to work out your way out of that. You're probably going to have to step away from the feedback and change your diet. Um, You know, so maybe that's one of the things that the gyms or a good trainer can help you with too is a little bit of that nutrition training. Um, Beware the fruitcakes online because there's a lot of really jacked up information out there. Um, But chase down, you know, eating stuff, um, you know, that like grows in the ground, you know, like things that are green, um, you know, stuff like that. Uh, eating more of that and and less things that are homogenized and made in factories and crap. Yeah, things um, that
0: come in boxes or yeah. exist in the middle of the grocery store. Yeah,
1: yeah, exactly. Yeah. Work the perimeters of the grocery store, avoid the middle, um, and anything that has more than three or four ingredients on it. Maybe pass up on kind of mentality. Um, but anyway, you know, we'll 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 beat that horse another day. Uh, but yeah, guys, you know the hero gear stuff. There's you can work your way into carrying this stuff. Uh, like we mentioned in the previous edition, um, you know, there's there's dudes out there who carry, you know, half or more of their body weight on a regular basis and they're studs, but they didn't just jump straight into it. They went through basic training. They went through RASP and they did all these different things and worked their way up to carrying ridiculous amounts of weight. And then.
0: They're still broken.
1: And they're still broken. And then they're going to the <clears throat> VA after they get out um, because they're just, they're they're broken. They're hurt. So, yeah. So, you know. And and, and we appreciate them doing that for us. Uh, But if you don't need to do it to yourself, don't do it to yourself. So those guys had a little different calling. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, The last thing is to throw out the idea of carry less shit. Yeah. Um, You know, we talk about six and eight mag loadouts. I very, very rarely uh, carry six or eight mags. I mean, I generally will throw up, you know, I might have three or four tops. Um, and go from there. Um, you know, the reality check is we joke as a civilian, if you get into a two man gunfight, they'll write books about you and they'll sing songs about you in Valhalla. Um, and they may label you an active shooter or a terrorist or something like that. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm not saying that you don't want to be prepared to do that, but be careful or do you need to do that? I guess, yeah. um, the other things, how your guns set up? You like heavy guns. I don't, um, if I can shave three or four pounds off the weapon system, um, uh, we go from there. So
0: uh, another thing that you can do you know, if you're in a class type situation, carrying maybe a small bottle small bottle of water on you versus, you know, a three liter of camelback on your back. Yep. Uh, cuts a lot of weight off and then just have, you know, extra water and stuff with your gear. Sure. Or with your, you know, your box of ammo or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, being smart, especially when you're training, you know, have what you need, uh, but you don't have to have everything you need to get across Mordor
1: exactly and and when you're out on the range taking a class of stuff like that you know it let's say that you don't want the three liters of water on you because that's you know chasing a gallon um maybe you don't want that on you but you've got the pack and everything on your rig and it's lightweight you don't want to tear it off um shoving a couple of water bottles in your ammo stuff bag um you know or in your mag box or whatever so that every time you're stuffing mags the water's right freaking there and dragging it and i carry my ammo bag out on the range with me usually whether it's a class environment training environment whatever I've got like a gaffer's bag or something like that. Uh, the cloud defensive little ammo bags that we sell in the shop, you throw a bottle of water in then with your ammo and have water yeah. right there. Make sure you're staying hydrated. Um, also know that, you know, the scratch products, um, you know, staying hydrated is, is also about electrolytes because if you're out in this stuff all day for um, a class or something like that where you're talking eight hours, um, water's probably not going to do it, you know, good, yeah. good nutrition. And then also some hydration assistance from something like scratch or, or, or some of the other products out there, uh, is a really, really good idea, but it's got to be out there with you. It's got to be right there by you. Yep. So, yep.
0: And then on the, the recovery end of this, um, bone broth works really well. Yep. For getting collagen and proteins and things into your body that gives it what it needs to repair soft tissue.
1: Yeah, you can buy it. You can make it. Uh, again, bone broth is one of those items that's typically on the in on the in the inner part of the grocery store. So read the labels carefully. Yep. Um, there is some organic stuff that doesn't have the chemical shitstorm storm in it that others do. Um, so be aware of that as you're buying it. Read the label. There shouldn't yeah, be I've more than four or five ingredients tops.
0: Had really good luck with the stuff from Aldi.
1: Yep. Yep, yep.
0: Uh, that's something good to go. I've been drinking that for about a year now to yeah. recover from climbing.
1: Yep, absolutely. And, and again, uh, not, not a miracle cure. If you're jacked up, go get fixed. Um, you know, go see an orthopedic surgeon or go through see a physical therapist and get the exercises in you need to get in. Um, but if it's a muscle soreness kind of thing, that it's good recovery stuff for sure. So, absolutely. Um, but anyway, I, I don't, you know, we kind of danced around this a little bit. Um, you know, I mentioned keeping stuff lightweight. Uh, less mags, lighter weight gun, less crap on you. Do you really need all the stuff you're carrying? You know, um, you know how to use a radio and you've had a radio on your gear and stuff like that, but there's like, dude, you have no clue in hell, even how to turn the damn thing on, much less how to actually yeah. communicate with other people. So, so why waste the weight? I guess, um, if you're carrying med gear, you know, that's, that's odd or, or out, out of the, you know, kind of weird or whatever. You know, you better be able to justify it because it's extra weight you got to carry around with you. So yeah, stretchers yeah. are heavy. Yeah, really <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> stretchers, um, inflatable rafts and halberds are are crazy heavy kind of things. Um, so you know, kind of kind of figure out, uh, you know, whether or not you actually need those things. Eight rifle mags and eight pistol mags. Okay, let's nix about seven of the pistol mags um, yeah. and probably half the rifle mags. That that kind of mentality. Uh, knives, you know, if you're carrying seven knives, um, really, you know, pick a good fixie, a good fixed blade knife uh for your kit and then pick a good folder or fixed blade for you and go on. Um I don't care if it's first line, second line mentality, but you know, you know, may- maybe two at the most. Um backup pistols when you're carrying a rifle. No thank you. Um your your only yeah. pistol is your backup to the rifle in case things go beyond south. So and if it's that bad, you'll probably pick up a rifle off of some other body laying around. So Yeah. Cool. Guys so just trying to kind of give everybody a little bit of perspective on some of this stuff. Um you know, we're, 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 we're not picking on people for running it. We're basically just trying to give you some perspective about the necessity of it and maybe how to, how to get things moving so that you don't get hurt and and how to be able to use it intelligently, not just kind of a shotgun approach. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. One last thought, you know, if you're not needing zip on panels and all the, you know, that kind of stuff, Yep. Um, get a really simple plate carrier. Yeah. Uh, that just cuts weight right off the bat and it keeps you from, thinking you have to put things on because you can't put things on.
1: And, 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 and that's that's a control thing, right? As guys, we want all the stuff with us all the time. Um, there, there are some phenomenally well-made basic plate carriers now that are somewhat scalable. Um, you're not going to get them up to like, you know, a Navy SEAL assaulters rig or so. Well, I guess they probably don't carry that much stuff. Um, you're not going to get them up to like that big massive patrol setup that, a, a you know, a go-fast dude's wearing. Um, but a basic rig, something from Pharaoh, something from, you know, HRT stuff's very scalable. Grey Ghost stuff stuff. is very scalable. Um, there's so many good rigs out there that you can leave minimalist and then add to it if you want. Um, but yeah, I absolutely agree with that. Uh, I, I went the wrong way. I started off with way lots of stuff and now I've gone back to just things being super lightweight and, and I don't carry much at all if I don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. So, yep, yep.
0: Cool. Yeah. If you got... If you need, we're looking for inspiration to get you know into fighting shape, I'm um, going to the new year. Hopefully this provides some of it. Yep. Uh, as we come across additional things on stuff like this, we post it up on our social media. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Cap City Outfitters and on Instagram. We are Cap Outfitters 2. Um, that's our new IG um, after our first one got placed in the memory hole. Um, so bastards. please give us a like or a follow on there. Uh, on our website, capcityoutfitters.com, you can find information such as how to do an FL transfer or how to purchase a suppressor via our storefront over at silencershop.com. Uh, if you've got questions and stuff, send them to info at and we're happy to see them. Uh, we're also happy to see you in the store. We're here Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 5. Um, we're Hillary, Ohio, 4465 Cemetery Road. Uh, we will be closed uh, starting Christmas Eve through the Monday after New Year's uh, for winter break. Um, So if we don't catch you before, um, yeah, from when this comes out through um, December 23rd, we will see you in the new year.
1: Happy New Year's. Merry Christmas.